want the money. I want the title. And I can get it because I'm already doing the work. You've thought it. Now it's time to actually believe it. You're listening to Her Next Career Move, the safe space where you'll learn how to stop your mind from career blocking you so you can claim the wealth and work you deserve. I'm Dr. Jasmine Escalera, a career-minded Latina turned Forbes featured coach, and I'm ready to have some candid conversations about how you can build the confidence to step into the career you know you deserve. All right, now let's get going. Hey, everybody, and welcome to your next career move. I'm excited about this episode because, as you know, I've been bringing on some guest experts who are really dear friends to come and talk to you about a variety of different topics. And this one I'm really excited about because it is really unique. I have a lot of clients who talk about not knowing how to actually talk about their career story. So their career story in interviews or just how to connect all of the greatness and great things that they have done in a really concise way. And I am bringing on a guest who is going to tell you how to do just that, but go even beyond that. She's going to talk to you about how to create your career story, but how to use video to really make it shine. This is going to be so good, y'all. So get your pen and paper ready. And Rona, hello. Welcome. Hi. I'm so, so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. I'm super excited to hear everything about your business and have the listeners really get all of your gems. But before we start, we connected on LinkedIn and we connected about a lot of great things related to our businesses and career, but it turns out that we also connected on CrossFit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I uh, started CrossFit about a little over a year and a half ago. Absolutely love it. Unfortunately, because I've been sick these last few weeks, I haven't been able to partake in it. Um, But I had a few CrossFit questions for you to start. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, all right. Favorite CrossFit move. Oh, man, this one gets me hated by a lot of people at the gym, but I actually love thrusters. Oh, okay. (laughs) I love them. And I love like squat snatches and thrusters and anything that involves a heavy barbell and squatting. Oh, yeah, that I'm gonna have to uh, veto heavy barbells and squatting. Yeah. Okay, so those are your faves heavy barbell and squatting. What CrossFit move do you absolutely dread? Like when it is in the wad, you were just like, oh, hell to the nah. Ah, that's actually today's wad that I just looked at burpees. I absolutely (laughs) hate burpees. I hate them. There's like, oh my gosh, the coaches, I feel so bad for them every time I have to go uh, to a workout that has burpees because I, my first rule is I don't warm up on burpees. Like it's enough to do them during the workout. So I'll never do them for the warm up. I just hate them. <laughs> so funny because I actually enjoy burpees. I really do. Oh and I gosh. like them. I like the over the bar burpees too. Like those are really fun. <laughs> <laughs> OK, 
Okay, so you and I have opposite loves and hates when it comes to CrossFit. So you know what? If we ever do a workout together, which I hope we have the opportunity to do, then girl, you are doing everything with squats and heavy bars and you can pass the burpees on to me. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, that's usually how it goes. Whenever I, I've done any competition or anything, it's like, look, someone else does all the cardio. I'll do all the heavy lifting. Oh, I love it. Oh my gosh. Rona, thank you so much for sharing that. I uh, love CrossFit and I cannot wait to get back. And yeah, when we're in the same city, we are definitely going to have to throw down together. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast episode. I want everyone to hear your business story and just tell us a little bit about what you do in your business. Yeah. So my business is howtolevelup.com. What I do, I'm a personal branding strategist. And what I do is I teach overlooked professionals how to capture the attention of employers, secure interviews with ease, and negotiate their salaries like a pro. These days, it looks like mostly private workshops for corporations and nonprofits. And occasionally, I open a few slots for one-on-one coaching. Um, but yeah, that's that's really what my business is. I started it officially, I would say, in 2020, but I had been coaching people before as a side business for many years, and I never really advertised or anything, but people would find my video cover letter and ask me to teach them how to make one, and that's really how it started. Yeah. And I love what you do with video. Video is so cool. And it can actually be used in a professional way. And there was a question in one of our chats that we had a few months ago that I asked you, how do you think the TikTok resume and and using TikTok in this whole job search revolution could potentially change video and the job search? Do you remember what you said? I do not remember exactly what I said, but it was probably something along the lines of the world is using video for marketing and getting a job and just being a job seeker. And even when you're at your job getting promoted, it's really marketing. So why not do what everyone else is doing, what is powerful, what has been proven to be extremely successful and just use that for every aspect that you can? Yep. That was around what you said. You were basically <laughs> like, I mean, why not? Because <laughs> I was kind of like, is this a legit thing? And you were like, well, why not? I mean, if it's going to get you showcased, if it's going to really have the opportunity to put you in front of individuals who could give you your next opportunity, why not go for it? And I have to say, I agree. And that's exactly why I wanted to bring you on so that you could tell us how to craft a solid career story But truly to take it one step further, how do we really use that story in video so that we can showcase ourselves in a different and unique way above other potential job seekers or above anyone else who's just a career professional? So I mentioned at the top of the episode that so many people come to me and say, I don't know how to create my career story. I don't know how to put the pieces of the puzzle together. So I want to start this off by asking you, what is a career story and do you have any tips or suggestions for how you can actually create that narrative for yourself? I mean, that, that is a great question. A lot of people ask me the same question um, when they reach out. Really, a career story is the story of your journey. 
it's really the story of how you got to where you are today. But what I tell people, most importantly, your career story is the story that will open doors to where you want to go tomorrow. It's really about the the past and how the past is shaping you to be who you are today and to get you where you want to go. And I can talk about this for hours, but here's a quick rundown of why storytelling is so powerful for your job search. So um, in 2010, I moved to the U.S. really to marry the love of my life. That's what I tell everyone, as cheesy as it sounds. Um, But I had a pretty successful career back home in Panama, and I decided to start from scratch here. Um, I thought my previous experience and strong resume would help open doors for me. But instead, I kept getting rejection emails. Like I know a lot of people listening probably can relate to the constant rejection emails that happen during a job search. I think companies were hesitant to interview me because all of my experience was outside of the United States. Plus, I imagine that they thought I would require visa sponsorship, didn't speak English, you know, all the things that people think when they see an immigrant. Um, I had read a study that talked about how people are more likely to respond positively to a call to action if um, their blood was flooded with the empathy hormone, it's called oxytocin. And the best way to get someone's blood flowing with oxytocin is to tell them a story. Because when the brain hears a story, it releases that hormone and it immediately relaxes the body and makes people more receptive to information. So I used that knowledge and incorporated storytelling into my job search strategy, and I immediately started seeing results. People were able to connect with me before they even met me. And that's really why you need a career story, because you really want people to connect with you. I love that, Rona. That is so great. And I love your story. I love how you talked about oxytocin and how you realize that you could get people to connect to you in a different way by telling your story. And I would have to say that I did very similar things in my job search. So I used to work in children's mental health and I used to talk a lot in my cover letters about why children's mental health. And the reason was because my specific community didn't have enough resources when it came to mental health. And I knew how valuable and important that was. So I always wanted to focus on mental health and I always believed that kids should be the focus too. So I love your story. Now tell us, how do you make the connections between your past, how you started in your career, to where you are now and where you want to go. How do you really put that together to create this solid story that connects to everybody's oxytocin levels? I like using examples and stories, as you'll probably know. Um, But really, you know, when we're talking about um, where you want to go, whether you're changing careers, whether you're changing jobs within the same industry, a lot of people talk about showcasing your skills, whether skills that you have or transferable skills if you're trying to change industries. So let's say, for example, you're currently an elementary school teacher and you want to be a project manager in the tech industry. 
look at the job description. That's the first thing that I always tell everyone I work at. Look at the job description for a job that you would want to do, right? Most PM jobs are really wanting someone who is organized, can lead others towards a common goal, can deal with different personalities and people wanting to do their own thing their own way, and can adapt to change quickly, right? So I don't think there's a single teacher out there who hasn't had to deal with any of the things I listed above. So share that. Share the stories of the times that you had to get a bunch of kids to do exactly what you wanted or times when things didn't go as planned and you had to think quickly on your feet. That's how you marry what was done, uh, your previous experience, what you've done in the past to where you want to go. You show them that you already have experience doing the core things that they need you to do. Um, And that's why stories, I think, are so powerful for leveling up. They help paint the picture that you already know how to do what you're wanting to do next. And that's how you marry your past, your present with the future and where you want to go. Awesome. So it sounds like what you're saying is really think about what the connectors are here. So using the job description, if you're a job seeker, look at what the core responsibilities are, the core skills are, and think about how they connect to the work that you've done. I love that. You also talked about job switching or sort of making that transition or pivot and really thinking about the transferable skills and how what you've done before connects to what you want to do. Now, you mentioned just kind of talking about yourself. Are you talking about during interviews? Like, when do you really express your career story? When do you talk about that career story? I'm particularly thinking about that interview question that everyone hates. Tell me about yourself. Um, Would that be one place you would use your career story? And where else might you use your career story or lean on it more? That's an awesome question. And yeah, everyone hates that question, me included. Um, But yeah, your career story, actually, you share it everywhere. I'm a big proponent on everything, every single piece of information that's out there about me professionally is in some way, shape or form includes a part of my career story. Definitely, you're going to share your career story and talk about it during interviews, but your career story should be on your LinkedIn profile. That's You have a profile video there. You have an about section. You can put small pieces of it there. Your resume can also have and should have your career story. Yeah, it's in a different format, but you put it there. You weave it into your resume, your cover letter, anything you post on LinkedIn or any social media profile that you're using. If you have a website, because a lot of people have portfolio websites, it's part of your story there as well. I love it. So share it everywhere. I love that. And I particularly think also about the about section on LinkedIn. Uh, That's a great place to share your career story because it really can be resonating or tell a little bit more about you and how you got to where you are. Yeah, for sure. That's a piece of real estate that people really neglect. And it's like, it's there, it's free and people read it. Absolutely. I love reading it. It's so dope to just be able to get a really good glimpse 
of people and why they are doing what they do. So that's one of the things I tell my clients as well to put in there is, why do you do what you do? Give people insight into you. So these are some definite gems here. And I really want to go into how I found you, which was, I thought it was so damn cool that you help your clients create videos, videos that tell their career story, almost kind of like videos that really just highlight them so they can get featured for opportunities or jobs. So tell me a little bit about how your clients use video and how you help your clients use video to shine and to tell their story. Yeah, I my clients usually come initially because they're not getting interviews. They're overlooked or they're not getting promotions, right? They know they have what it takes to do what they want to do next, but they just aren't getting the opportunities. So they want a way to really stand out and be different from everyone else in the pack, right? So we usually focus on what their goal is and where they are to create, to decide what type of video to create. I like to say, really, it's not me, it's everyone. Video is really the easiest way to get someone to know, like, and trust you. And at the end of the day, that's what we want to do. So I have like separated videos into these three main categories of videos. Videos for people to get to know you, videos for people to get to like you, and videos for people to get to trust you. So a video for someone to get to know you is like a cover letter, a video cover letter, a video resume, those TikTok resumes that we spoke about um, last year when we were first meeting. And also like the LinkedIn profile video that they have now. Those are videos where you're showing a quick preview. It's like the trailer to your career story, right? Those we, I create a lot. I work with a lot of people to create those videos. Those are the easiest to create. I also work with people to create videos to get people to like them. Those are like the reels, the TikToks, just videos that are showcasing your personality. Because at the end of the day, you want people to see you as human. So these are videos like quick day in the life, behind the scenes type of videos. Um, So really short 15 to 30 second videos or like really quick tips. Those are videos to get people to like you. And then the big videos, the ones that I love, the powerful ones, are the videos to get people to trust you. Those are longer form videos, um, like project walkthroughs, live Q&As, streaming sessions. Some, Some of my clients, a lot of them are engineers or software engineers. So we do a lot of live streaming of them coding. It's just to give people a sense that, wow, this person knows how to do what they say that they're doing. And I'm not just seeing a portfolio website with an example, like a finished product. They're taking me through the process. Oh, I love that. I love how you broke it down between no like, and trust. That is so awesome. And so it sounds like these kinds of videos can definitely be dropped on a website. It sounds like they could also be shared on LinkedIn. I know there's a featured, there's the featured section on LinkedIn, so you could probably share them and then 
put them there so that they stay on your profile. But what if you're a job seeker? Like, how do you get people to see these no like, and trust videos that could potentially hire you? Oh, that's the fun part. That's where you use regular content creation strategies like hashtags, like tagging people, doing a lot of like collaborations with other people who might have bigger audiences than you. And just to be honest, just sharing, just starting and sharing them on these social networks really helps because you'll get a following. Someone will see it. And when like LinkedIn, for example, one person sees it and comments it, their entire network can see that they saw it, that they commented on it or liked it. And then that's how you start getting eyes on your stuff. As far as the get to know you videos, the video cover letters, I send those when I apply to a job. As a cover letter, I my cover letters are so short. They're like, hi, hey, XYZ person. I just applied to XYZ job on your website. Here's a short video that shares more about me and my background. And that's it. Just thanks for watching or something like that. But I always include that it's a short video because it is a short video. And then I share it there as well. Wow. Okay. I love that strategy. So share it with your message to the hiring manager, basically. Yes. Absolutely. That's amazing. And I always tell my clients, when you apply for a job and you submit by your traditional application, you always have to find out who the hiring manager is and message them directly. So this is a great way to share your video career story. Fantastic. I love that. And so if somebody is like really like, okay, I'm going to go out there and try this out, how long do you suggest these videos be that you could send to a hiring manager? For your intro video, tops at most a minute and a half. And really, if you keep it to a minute, that's the best. And I can tell you, I work as a recruiter. I've been a hiring manager and am a hiring manager because I'm a leader in the recruiting industry. We're busy. There's lots of people messaging us. The shorter the video, the better. But you have to be impactful in what you say and what you choose to say in the video. I've seen a lot of people, I recently had someone send me a five-minute video cover letter, and I did not watch the entire video. It was like, psychologically, you click on it and you see five minutes and you're like, oh no, I don't have time for this. Absolutely. When I click on videos, I immediate, my eyeballs immediately go to the bottom right-hand side to see how long it is. <laughs> Yes. It's just it's just a thing. So okay, so a minute to a minute and a half tops. And tell us about the best video you've ever watched. What did it include? What did it have and why did you feel like it stood out? I love that question. I think the best video I've watched was really one that got straight to the point. It told me immediately why I needed to learn more about this person. And it was someone who was really junior in in their career, and they were trying to get a job that wasn't that junior, but they gave me enough information that I was intrigued, like, huh, I want to know more about this person. And I ended up interviewing the person actually for a job. I would have literally never interviewed them just based off of their resume. But because their video told me exactly why they 
could do the job, I was intrigued and they got an interview. Awesome. Amazing. That's so dope. I love this concept of video. So I have another question for you because I'm imagining some of the listeners are like, okay, intrigued. I'm, I'm really interested in this concept. It can definitely make me stand out from other applicants for sure. But I'm also guessing that some of y'all out there are like, oh, hell no. I am petrified of doing a video. I can't even figure out my career story, which now you know how to figure it out because Rona dropped some gems on you. But so what do you say to people who maybe need a little bit of a confidence booster to really try this video thing? What would be some advice you would give them to just build their confidence and give it a shot? I think at the end of the day, video is nerve wracking. I do videos all the time. I absolutely love video, but you're still going to get nervous because you still judge yourself. The truth is no one is judging you harsher than you're judging yourself, first of all. But I think the best thing is to just have a plan. If you turn on your camera and just start rambling, it's the same thing like going into an interview, not being prepared or going to a presentation, not being prepared. So if you're going to use video, which I really encourage you to use because of how powerful it is, have a plan. And I have a little quick formula that I share with my clients. Look, once you have your story written down, so write out your career story, the longest version of it that you can. But once you have it written down, think about what you want someone to do next after hearing your story. Do you want them to send you an email, download your resume, schedule a call, anything, whatever it is that you want them to do, think about that. Think about the action that you want them to take. Write that down in one sentence. That's your call to action. After you have that, look at the most impactful part of your story, and you can write what in the video world we call the hook. A hook is basically a way to quickly capture the attention of a viewer, right? It's what answers that question, why should I watch this video? And by the way, you have three to five seconds to answer that question for anyone watching video. So look at your story, look at the most important or most impactful piece of it, and write your hook. A hook can be a question, a bold or a controversial statement like a fact. You can speak directly to a problem and offer a solution. Write that down, again, in one sentence. So we have one sentence for our call to action, one sentence for your hook, right? Now let's get to the practical pieces of video that a lot of people get tripped up on. Go and stand in front of a window or any place with natural, with a lot of natural light, but be sure to face the light source. Don't have it behind you. Face it, right? Then grab your phone and put it on a tripod, a table with books or just any stable surface and put it at eye level. Don't look down or up into your camera. Always have it at eye level, right? Because you're talking, you want them to feel like you're talking to them. So have it eye level and then hit record. That's it. Don't overthink it. Start with your hook, tell your story, and end it with your call to action. Don't forget your call to action. But that's really how you, you get started with video. 
you just do it. The first one is not going to be perfect. But if you keep it short and to the point, you have a hook, a call to action and have decent lighting and you're looking at the camera directly, you'll end up with a video that will open doors for you. Trust me, half of the people watching these videos aren't expert videographers or or cinematographers. They're not going to be judging you as harshly as you think that people are going to be judging you. I love that. It really sounds like go for it. Have fun with it. Play with it. I love the strategy you gave of the intro, the hook, the call to action. I love it. And a lot of times, I wouldn't say that I'm the most confident person when it comes to video. It still gives me the heebie-jeebies. And sometimes I'll just actually open up my phone, the Voice Notes app, and just talk. And that's a really great place for me to start because I can listen back and kind of tweak the things that I say and then create videos from there. So that's a strategy that works for me. And I love what you were talking about, Rona, of go for it, have fun, play, enjoy the process. Awesome. This is so dope. I am so excited for everyone to try doing the video. And I want to see it, peeps. So like when you start putting it up on LinkedIn, tag me because I want to see what your video looks like. I am a quitter and I want you to be one too. Join the Professional Quitters, my exclusive group coaching program and community for women of color job seekers who are ready to hand in their resignation letters, quit the careers, jobs, and companies that are not aligned with their goals and values, and start making up to 50% more in their new paycheck. I want to teach you the foundations of quitting, and it starts with that new job. Get more info on the Professional Quitters group coaching program by clicking the link in the show notes. It's going to feel damn good when you finally quit. So let's get you there. Now, Rona, any last advice that you want to give about videos or career stories or how to really show up even on LinkedIn to express your career story? Yeah, I would say just, I always say just hit record, just do it. The first one isn't going to be perfect. Um, There's more benefits to showing up than there is to not show up. If you show up, someone is going to see you. I love video and I love just showing up online in general, especially when I'm on the job hunt or when I want a promotion or anytime I really want to level up in anything professionally because people can see you and get to know you. And really, it's so funny. There's so many times where I talk to someone, I finally get this interview, I finally get what I've been wanting to, and the person feels like they know me already. And I have to keep reminding myself like, oh my gosh, I literally don't know this person. This person doesn't know me, but they've watched so many videos of mine or they've seen so much of me online that they feel that they know me. And that really has gotten me so many jobs. It's incredible. I absolutely agree with that 110%. 
when you show up, even in the virtual sense and in the virtual setting, people do get a glimpse of who you are, especially when you know your career story, you're passionate about what you do, and you just exemplify that in video. I love this conversation, Rona, and all of the tips you provided. And I always have one last question to ask all of our experts, and it really has to do with the younger version of you. Starting out in our careers can be kind of scary, a little wild, and especially for women of color, challenging. So if you had a piece of career advice that you would give to your younger career self, what would it be? Ooh, I love this one. I would say you don't have to figure out your entire career right now. It's okay to change your mind. You actually will change your mind. It's part of being human. So don't be afraid to try new things and don't stick only to the things that are aligned with your degree or with the training that you've had or with previous jobs. It's okay to venture out and do different things. Along those same lines, I would also say, and like, please imagine I'm yelling at you right now. You don't have to stay at a job that you don't like. Forget all of those stupid rules about how you have to stick it out for X period of time. Otherwise, no one will hire you. That's bullshit. You have to do what makes you happy. And life's too short to work a crappy job. I am going to second all of that and co-sign on leave any job that is not in service of you. I left a job after five months and I would have left it sooner had I not been contemplating what it was going to mean for my job search or what people were going to think about me when I left. I 110% agree that we need to be leaving the spaces and environments that are not for us. Rona, that's such great advice and thank you so much for sharing it. Of course. Thank you so much for having me here. Awesome. So lastly, how can we all connect with you? How can we find you and where do we internet stalk you? (laughs) Yeah. So these days I'm mostly on LinkedIn. I'm Rona Barnett Pierce there or on Twitter. I'm at Rona B there. I will warn you, if you go on Twitter, you're going to get the unfiltered version of Rona. Not that I'm very filtered on on LinkedIn, but on Twitter, you get full-blown Rona. Um, These days, I'm mostly doing private workshops. So the best way to work with me is really to ask your HR or DEI team to hire me for a workshop. I speak about building your personal branding to increase your earning potential, storytelling at work personal branding for hiring teams, and my favorite topic, salary negotiation. I also lead workshops for universities, nonprofits, and professional associations. So let them know um, where to find me. My website is the easiest place, howtolevelup.com. Also LinkedIn, or they can send me an email, hello at howtolevelup.com. And that's really the easiest ways to connect with me. Uh, If you go to my LinkedIn or my website, you'll also be able to sign up for my email newsletter. And that's where I share all the secrets. I share everything, job search and personal branding to my email subscribers. And you're missing out if you're not on the list. 
Hell yeah, you're missing out because you need all of these gems. So definitely connect with Rona. Definitely shoot her info over to your HR team and get them to hire her because there's so much more that you can learn from Rona. She's always dropping the gems. And I'm so glad, Rona, that you came and dropped them here. And I love that you said your favorite topic was money because I have to say that that's mine too. (laughs) So yes, yes, and yes. Thank you so much. Brona for joining us today, for bringing your greatness to the stage. I am so excited to continue to learn more about what you do, your business, and follow you on every platform. Thank you so much for having me. This was really fun. And I really look forward to connecting more with you and with all of the listeners of the podcast. Really, if you um, add me on LinkedIn or follow me on Twitter and tell me that you heard me on this podcast, I'll make sure to answer any questions, any follow-up questions that you might have. Awesome. Listeners, definitely reach out to Rona. All of her information is going to be in the show notes. And thank you again, Rona. This has been really such a fun time. That's all for today's show. Now that you know what you know, it's your move. So girl, get out there and make it. And if you have suggestions for topics you'd like me to talk about in the next episode, perhaps something that might help you get unstuck, then let me know by sending a DM on our Instagram page at her next career move. Don't forget to leave us a rating and subscribe to the show to support our movement to flood the work world with dope women of color ready to take it over.